you would open up in your Bibles once again to this time to Psalm 9. Psalm 9. If you are following along in the provided Bibles, you will find that on page 555. Page 555. Before we begin reading, let us take a moment and ask for God's blessing. Gracious God and merciful Father, we thank You that throughout the ages You have shown Yourself to be a just God. That throughout the ages You have delivered Your people through Your judgment. And so, Lord, may we rejoice in Your works of judgment. May we rejoice in Your deliverance knowing that Your people are delivered through that justice that You have established. That both in this age, but more so in the age to come, You will deliver Your people. And so open our eyes to the light of this truth as we read and hear the preaching of Your Word. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hear now God's holy word. For the choir director, on Muth Laban, a psalm of David. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonders. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they stumble and perish before you. For you have maintained my just cause. You have sat on the throne, judging righteously. You have rebuked the nations. You have destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. The name has come, the enemy has come to an end in perpetual ruins. And you have uprooted the cities. The memory of them has perished. But the Lord abides forever. He has established His throne for judgment. And He will judge the world in righteousness. He will execute judgment for the peoples with equity. The Lord also will be a stronghold for the oppressed. A stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know Your name will put their trust in You. For You, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek You. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare among the peoples His deeds. For He who requires blood remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Be gracious to me, O Lord. See my affliction from those who hate me. You who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may tell of your praises, that in the gates of the daughter of Zion, I may rejoice in your salvation. The nations have sunk down in the pit which they have made, in the net which they hid. 
Their own foot has been caught. The Lord has made Himself known. He has executed judgment. In the works of, work of His own hands, the wicked is snared. The wicked will return to Sheol, even all the nations who forget God. For the needy will not always be forgotten, nor the hope of the afflicted perish forever. Arise, O Lord, do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged before you. Put them in fear, O Lord. Let the nations know that they are but men. So far the reading of God's holy word. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Beloved people of God, One of the things that may have stuck out to you this past year was not only the coronavirus pandemic that spread throughout, but probably a highlight from last year was also the riots that were in the U.S. as well as even happening here in New Zealand, where there was a common sign that was held up in the reports and the pictures displayed of those riots which said, no justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. And it is a sign that in many ways ought to resonate with Christians. Christians ought to love justice and love peace. But the question then comes, where do we expect to get this justice and peace? Where is the hope for justice and peace? We all cannot deny that humanity is in a great need for justice and peace. However, what some believe to be that hope for both justice and peace greatly differs. What some believe will bring them peace and satisfaction differs from what the Bible teaches will bring peace. What the world defines as just and right is different from what the world defines as just and right. And so we might be looking around and asking ourselves the question, where is justice? Where is that peace that is promised? Why is there so much turmoil and struggle even for the believer? Why is it that all day long people are led like lambs to a slaughter? Why is it that innocent blood is shed. Yet in this psalm, David talks about that justice. David looks and hopes in God and gives thanksgiving to God because he has established his throne of justice. That he is the one who will bring judgment for the peoples with equity. His hope is not in some earthly throne, 
but in a divine and heavenly one. His salvation from the enemies comes only from the Lord who brings peace through His judgment. Again, think about those words. His salvation from His enemies comes only from the Lord who brings peace through His righteous judgments. And so we'll look, first of all, at how David remembers God's judgments. And then secondly, we will see how David rests in God's judgments. Remembering God's judgments and resting in God's judgments. But as we begin to look at this psalm, I think it's a a good thing to take a step back yet again and look at the flow of how these psalms have been edited and have been gathered together and what they teach. For in Psalms 1 and 2, we saw that this, these books of, the book of the psalms was intended to show us the wisdom in following God's ways. That upon those who meditate upon God's law, day and night, there is great delight and there is blessing. And that comes because God has established His King, the Son of God, who rules and reigns with righteousness, that He is the one who judges the people, and all of the nations will be given to Him just because He asks. But then, immediately, we are met with Psalms 3-7. through Psalms of lament. Psalms in which David, the king, who was in Zion, was even even driven out from that throne. That he was oppressed by his enemies. And so there was great lament and great call upon God to deliver David from his enemies. He called on God to act in deliverance. But if you look at the end of Psalm 7, David makes a vow in which he promises that I will give thanks to the Lord according to His righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. After these psalms of lament, psalms of calling upon God to act against his enemies. David then turns to Psalm 8, where he praises God, gives thanks to God. A moment of relief in the midst of all the laments in which God has answered his prayer, and so now he gives thanks to God. And Psalm 9 begins in the same manner. It begins giving thanks to God for His just judgments, for His work. And so this context is helpful because it reminds us that David's life was filled with God's acts of delivering mercy, that He had delivered them, him from the oppression of His enemies. 
Yet as we see Psalm 9 continue, yet again, David is calling upon the Lord for deliverance. David yet again is met with those enemies. And so I think, again, at least I can relate to this. And I'm sure that you can too. That sometimes it feels like I have just been delivered out of one difficulty just to be brought yet again into the next one. That I have just reached the surface to get a refreshing and much needed gulp of air only to be pulled down again into the depths. Psalm 3-7 through have been David in the depths. Psalm 8 gives us that, that refreshing breath of air that, that shows us that God delivered David. That he's able to give thanksgiving. And he gets just enough grace to meet that next trial. But it's in remembering these past acts, these past deliverances, that David is able to give thanks in the midst of his oppression. Notice how he starts this psalm with that thanksgiving. I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonders. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Beloved people of God, notice how both his heart and his mouth are in sync. Both his heart and his mouth give praise to God and give thanksgiving to God. See, if we merely mouth the words and praise God, and they do not issue from the heart, they are mere words. They are hypocrisy. They are outward and merely going through the motions. Yet David says that his praise issues from the heart. They are songs from within him that, that give praise to God. But the other end is true as well. He's not content to have this heart toward God and thank God just merely in his heart. But instead, he wants to tell of the acts of God. He wants to praise and shout and, and give thanks to the awesome God because he is glad not merely because of his works. Look at what it says there. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name. David takes joy in his relationship with God. It's not merely the blessings that he gives thanks for, but the fact that he has this wonderful relationship with him. That he is glad. That he rejoices in him. He takes joy in God simply because of who he is. 
But he goes on to talk about how God is righteous. He remembers those acts of God as he delivers him. And so let's take a moment to have a little theology lesson. For we need to make sure that we root our understanding of righteousness and justice in God. For we need to understand that outside of God, there is no law that He is beholden to. There is no right standard in which He must be held account to. There is nothing that He is beholden to because He is beholden to no one. And so God only acts within His character. He is righteous. He is holy. And the laws that we have received show us His character. They are not laws in which He is beholden to, but He is showing us His character about how He is holy. And so those laws show us who He is. And therefore the commandment comes, be holy as I am holy. Because righteousness is who He is. He is that very foundation for all righteousness. And in order to know righteousness, we need to know Him. And so David's hope then is in the one judge who judges righteously. Because everything that he does is in line with his will and with his character of righteousness. See, God is just in all his ways. And as verse 7 and 8 remind us that this is something in the past, but also a future thing. David remembers all the work that he has done in his just judgments. But he also sees that God's throne is established forever. No one will overthrow this throne. There is no enemy that can overtake him. There is no one who can bribe him so that he won't bring justice and equity. And so, God is one who rewards evil with His just judgments. Listen to these words from Ezekiel. What do you mean by using this proverb concerning the land of Israel, saying, The fathers eat the sour grapes, but the children's teeth are set on edge? As I live, declares the Lord, You are surely not going to use this proverb in Israel anymore. Behold, all souls are mine, the soul of the Father as well as the soul of the Son. The soul who sins will die. God rewards evil with its just judgment. Again, Galatians says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. And when Moses gets this vision of the glory of God, 
These words went before him in Exodus 34. The Lord, the Lord, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness, who keeps loving kindness for thousands, who forgives iniquity, transgression, and sin, yet he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the grandchildren to the third and fourth generation. And so God will reward evil with its just judgments. And David's deliverance comes by God's judgment. That God comes and brings judgment against His enemies. He brings deliverance by destroying the wicked. He brings the enemies of God to ruin and blots them out from memory. It is God's righteousness that then guarantees the the deliverance of David. And notice that this deliverance doesn't come by rapture. David isn't just lifted out of the circumstance and situation. But his deliverance comes by God's just judgments. And because God has done it in the past, God will do it again. And David remembers and gives thanks that God is the one who brings His just judgments. Beloved people of God, the way of the Lord is that He delivers and rescues by executing His just judgments. Just think about Egypt. Again, God didn't bring them out of there by stealing them away in the night. He didn't teleport them into the promised land. He didn't rapture them up into heaven. But He delivered them by bringing His judgment upon Egypt. And so God executes His justice, both in this age and the age to come. And that is our hope for deliverance. But beloved people of God, as we look at resting in God's righteousness, Hebrews tells us that it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of a living God. If God is just, and all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and if we examine ourselves before the the mirror of that holy law, and we look at God's holiness and and see ourselves for who we are, where can we go to hide from Him? Can there be peace for anyone at all? But notice where David goes next in verse 9. Look at what he says there. The Lord also will be a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in in times of trouble. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. 
See, David tells us that there is peace and rest in God. That there is a protection in Him. That He is a stronghold for those who trust and seek Him. So how can this just God who gives what is deserved also be a God who, in whom we can hide? In whom we can find deliverance? Well, Psalm 7 also shows a connection between God's righteousness and God's mercy. If you want, you can look at verse 11 and 12. It says there, God is a righteous judge and a God who has indignation every day. If a man does not repent, he will sharpen his sword. He has bent his bow and made it, re- made it ready. See, David already knows that repentance, trust, and seeking Him means that we can have security in this just God. That we can find peace and rest in His just judgments. That we can find safety in Him from all our enemies. That they cannot overcome us. Death itself cannot overcome us. Sin cannot overcome us. The world cannot overcome us. The nations cannot destroy us because God is our stronghold. But how is this so? If God delivers by executing His just judgments, We need to look to Christ to see the answer. We need to see that this God who requires blood has shed Jesus Christ's blood on our behalf. He has poured out His just judgment against our sin that we might find Him as a stronghold, that we might find salvation even in His just judgments. For the day of judgment for us was poured out on Jesus Christ. That He has stood in our place He has bore our sins and transgressions and has suffered the righteous judgments for us. And so for all those who seek Him, repent and trust Him, there is peace. There is security in Christ Jesus who was destroyed for our sins, yet resurrected and continues to be our safety. He is our only hope for deliverance through those righteous judgments poured out upon Him. And so I urge you, 
If you do not yet know Him in this way, then hear His voice. Turn to Him. Repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. For the one who comes to Jesus will in no wise be cast out. If you find yourself in misery this afternoon, feeling trapped in your own sin, knowing that you deserve those judgments, then hear Christ's call who says, come all who are weary and heavy laden, and He will give you rest. Take His yoke upon you and learn from Him, for He is gentle and humble of heart, and you will find rest for your souls. You will then find security in His righteousness, and He will be a stronghold for you that no enemy can touch you. That no one can overcome you because of Christ. And look at how David goes on. Because his hope remains, even as he prays for deliverance, he prays for God's justice to happen. That he wants God to deliver him because of his grace. He says in verse 13, Be gracious to me, O Lord. See my affliction from those who hate me, who lift me, you who lift me up from death, that I may tell of your praises, that in the gates of the daughter of Zion, that in the gates of the daughter of Zion I may rejoice in your salvation. See, David's expectation is that God will be gracious to him. And that he, again in verse 15 and following, will deliver him by causing these nations who are oppressing them to fall pretty much into their own sin, into their own traps, that, the, that which they lay to catch the righteous, and they would be caught in those things. David knows that for the enemies of God, the ones who forget God and want nothing to do with Him, they will meet their end. That they will meet God's just judgments. And so he prays that God would deliver him even through these judgments. And he wants them to even remember and fear the Lord. That they would recognize that they are but men. That they are but dust that are in God's hands. And that they will meet God in that judgment. And so, beloved people of God, in a world where there is wars, riots, rumors of war, Remember, God is on His throne. And even though it may at times seem like we through Christ are not more than conquerors, since in this age we meet sickness, death, we are even like sheep led to the slaughter, remember that nothing, nothing at all can separate us from the love 
of Christ Jesus. The love of the Father in Christ Jesus. That whatever man can do to us, they are but men. And Christ is coming to judge the living and the dead. And so, sing praises to the Lord. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in heaven and with His people. Declare His deeds among people. For He who requires blood remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the afflicted. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and merciful God and Father, we thank You that You are a God of righteousness, of justice, and of peace. That You have granted us Your mercy and Your grace in Christ Jesus, who has suffered the judgments due us, that He has stood in our place, that He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might have peace with You. And so, Lord, we pray that You would come quickly, that that day of judgment would come, that we might be delivered from all our enemies. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We will now 